York County is so much more than just a stop for gas on I-8. 17 County is filled with unique individuals with unique stories just waiting to be told. Welcome to the 17 County Podcast with your host, Emily Perry. This is 17 County Podcast. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode. Be sure to like, subscribe, and listen. This helps our podcast grow, and we thank you for your continued support. We would also like to take the time to thank our York County Development Corporation members, AgriProducts, Cornerstone Bank, Nebraska Public Power District, and Central Valley Ag. Without these great members, we wouldn't be able to focus on the growth and development of York County here at the YCDC. So thank you. Let's get to the podcast. So today I have Ryan Lewick joining me from CVA. He is the talent coordinator there. So get to meet a lot of new people, a lot of new faces. So thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. So you kind of have an interesting background, an interesting story. You're originally from not Nebraska, but Maryland, right? Correct. It's definitely a little bit different for most people in the area. I was actually born in West Virginia, a small town called Charleston. And my first memory ever, I remember looking up and just seeing an orange carpeted staircase. And that, I mean, I don't have any context to it, but I, when I talked to my mom, she told me that that was the house that I grew up in originally in West Virginia. But I went through K through 12 in Maryland, graduated in high school in 2015. From there, I went to work full time and college full time and also joined the Air Guard part time. So I stayed busy for quite a while. Yeah, absolutely. What brought you to Nebraska? Well, I, I'm going to have to rewind a little bit. Yeah. From, uh, from the Air Guard, I, I got deployed in 2018. And when I returned from that, I knew that I was a little bit different, kind of needed some adjusting. So I spent some time with my sister in Colorado. And while I was there in Colorado, I met my now wife, Hannah, and she's from Clay Center, Kansas. So oh, wow. we got married in Colorado the day after we got married. We went on a road trip back to Maryland. So not too much of a honeymoon, but jeez, <laughs> uh, go, go. Right? What better way to spend than with time with each other than 24 hours in the car. Uh, yeah, so that was super exciting. And when we had our first kid, uh, we wanted to be close to her family in Clay Center. So I started looking at different opportunities and CVA offered me a job and super happy to be there. Yeah. So CVA has a lot of different uh, locations, I guess. I don't know a better word for that. Where are you stationed out of? So I'm stationed out of the headquarters in York, Nebraska. Uh, We do have 80 locations across three different states. And while I have an office in York, I look look over and assist all the locations uh, from about Grand Island to Seward, and then as far north as Shelby, and as far south as, oh, Seward is probably as far south as we go before we hit the Kansas border. Okay, well, so you get plenty of travel in, I'm assuming, <laughs> plenty of driving. Um, so you work with talent and coordinating and hiring to an extent. Um, explain how you kind of got into that role and what drew you to that kind of position. Well, how I got into the role was my job previously. I was a full-time recruiter for the Air Guard out of Maryland. So that kind of built some baseline experience for me. And the difference between being a recruiter uh, in Maryland for the Air Guard was full-time recruitment. That was all my focus was. 
whereas my job now as a talent coordinator is a combination of absolutely that recruiting aspect, but then there's also the retention, employee engagement, working with our employees and everything from, from helping them with day-to-day -day questions to hard questions that come up, whether it's financial questions or questions about life or, you know, like, what do you think about getting a dog? Well, mm -hmm. have we thought about where is it going to live? Do you have somebody to watch it when you're not there? I mean, sometimes they're simple, sometimes they're hard and you never know what's about to come in or what you're about to run into when you talk to someone. Yeah. And that's really interesting because just from personal conversation with you, I know that you have a really big passion for just helping people and making sure that they are achieving their, their best version of themselves. Um, so that's, that's interesting. And you don't think about with talent coordination and retention, recruitment, whatever, um, the, the very day-to-day person stuff you know the the hard questions like you said that you help with it's like wow that's part of your job man <laughs> crazy but it makes sense it all ties together so let's kind of go the more personal route tell me about your family is your family originally from maryland outside of nebraska or is there is there an origin story there we definitely have no ties to uh, to nebraska at all um Funny story, actually, when my wife and I got married, I asked her, I said, you know, if you could live any in any state, what would that be? Because, you know, there's only like one or two states that I wouldn't really want to be in. And she said, you know, the only state that I can think of right now that I prefer not to be in is Nebraska. Oh, no. <laughs> and uh, at the time, living in Colorado, coming from Maryland, Obviously, my geography is not the best. I, I said, well, that's no problem. I don't even know where that state is. <laughs> so it's it's very funny that that we ended up here. We're both super happy to be here. Uh, this is this has turned to be a great state to live in. I mean, really enjoyable from the community aspect to uh, the people, the opportunities, work. Uh, there's, there's so many positives to say. I, now, with that said, I wouldn't say it's a vacation state by any means. I do miss the, the mountains looming in the background, uh, but it's, it's such a strong community and the people around you really make this a great place. Yeah, absolutely. And that transition from living outside of Nebraska to living in Nebraska had to be interesting, a little bit different. What was it like joining the community? Coming from Maryland, uh, the culture difference is, is definitely there. Uh, more welcoming, more positive in Nebraska, without a doubt. Um, I think that Nebraska as a state, really the Midwest, is, is just kind of centered around being there for your neighbor. Mm -hmm. Whereas in a, in a more suburb and, and city atmosphere in most parts of Maryland, uh, it's, that's not where the focus is all the time. Uh, so it's, it's been really great getting to experience multiple cultures and communities to know how good of like, the community that you're in when you find it. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I might be a little bit biased, <laughs> but but your county as a whole, I feel like is very much so, um, how can I help you? We want you to succeed. Like mm -hmm. we want everyone here to feel included and welcomed and thrive and all the things. Um, so I, I think that you picked a great place to, to land personally, but I'm a little bit biased. So um, why? So do you think that there's something about York and York County as a whole that 
kind of sets it aside. So why York County? You know what I mean? If you were giving a pitch to somebody else, it was like, I don't know if I want to be in York or if I want to be in Ad- Omaha. I don't know. What would you say? Why Why York? I guess the first question I'd ask them is, is you know, what are their goals? And if they're looking for wanting to be centered around, uh, you know, a bigger city and being able to have easy, easy places to walk to and not necessarily needing a vehicle every day, then I probably wouldn't tell them to come to York County. However, if they're looking for their priorities are, you know, where I live and kind of what that looks like is secondary, but the community aspect and the people are primary, then I would absolutely encourage them to consider York County. Um, Everything from from you, Emily, uh, you know, here at the York County Development Center with with your crew and every business around here has has all i mean every business obviously is working towards making themselves better but the way that they do that is also by working together to make their community better and that just feeds in a circle they're working to make their community better the community is working to make the, the companies better and it's it continually feeds into each other and it makes both of them just progress at, at, a, at an outstanding rate yeah, absolutely. And collaboration is so important. And I think that's something that we at the YCDC really push um, because we can't do it alone. We would love to do as much as we can, but it, the, the reality of it, when you drill it down, it takes a village or a community to really get growth and forward movement. Um, so York has been, at least in my experience, very, very helpful and supportive in that way as well. I mean, they want to, they want to grow, they want to do well, they want to make this a better place for their grandkids and kids. And that, that's something that is very admirable. Mm-hmm. So um, let's talk about free time. Is there any place in York County that you're like, oh man, if you're driving through or you're just moving here, you have to visit, you have to stop here or an event, anything like that? Free time for me is still something that I'm rediscovering. Having a 15 month, almost 16 month year old. Yeah. uh, I used to have more free time and now a lot of that is devoted into spending time with him. Uh, His bedtime is around seven o'clock. So (laughs) that kind of ties us down a bit. Uh, but I mean, I would say some some notable places to go, uh, local coffee shops. I mean, mm-hmm. one great coffee. Two, the people that you can inter- interact with. If you can't tell, I'm very people focused. No matter yes. what, no matter what we're talking about. Uh, I I also think that the community center offers a lot uh, to to people that are that are local. Uh, everything from their fun city. I mean, my 15, 16 month year old loves it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loves it, and they have a ton of great stuff. Uh, to even as me, I mean, having a, a full size pool to swim in, um, and then a gym. Uh, I mean, that's been fantastic. I would I would say if if you were going through and and you only had one place to stop, uh, I think that chain restaurants do have food that is on par with every other chain restaurant. But mm. try a local place. Yeah, I'd say try local. Um, really enjoy the food that you're going to eat, mm. and be willing to experience something that only York has to offer. Yeah. And York County has so many really, really good food places. Um, I mean, there's Carrie's in McCool. There's Chances Are here in town. McLean Beef has some amazing food. There's Hunters in Waco. I mean, the the options are endless <laughs> they're, and they're all so good. You can't go wrong with really any of them, in my opinion. 
Um, but do you have a favorite, like, so you have, you have a kiddo. Mm -hmm. Is there a favorite park or I know you mentioned the community center, but I know we just got done with Peyton Parker Lane playground, got opened up and it is phenomenal. If you haven't been there, highly recommend side-by-side play. It's not hard to get around with your little, it's amazing. Um, but then we have the outdoor pool and do you have, have you visited any of those that you're like, Oh, that was so much fun. Great memories. Great, great experience. Absolutely. I mean, the, the outdoor pool is, is fantastic. We can bring our little one there. Um, we really enjoy that. He enjoys it. Everything from playing with the sprinklers coming out to the shallow, uh, waters that he can kind of wade in and just tap his hand on the water and diddle. Um, and then just walking straight across to the, the Peyton, uh, Parker playground. I mean, that is one of the top five playgrounds I think I've ever experienced. And from, you can tell that a lot of thought was was put into, not just from a, a playground company saying, we're gonna come in, put this equipment here and walk out. You know, there was thought that was put in to say, how can we make this most accessible and most usable and most enjoyable for kids of a variety of different ages and not have it feel cramped. I mean, even from the, the rubber tile floor on most yeah. of the playground, you know, I don't have to worry about if he falls and he smashes his head on a rock because everything he's just probably just going to bounce right back up to his feet. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I know it gets utilized by a lot of people that may have a disability and don't really get to experience that mm -hmm. um, anywhere else. So mm -hmm. being able to have that, we're really proud. And the group that fundraised and put it together and did all the planning amazing amazing group of people and you can tell how much care and time and thought that they put into it and i i can't rave about it enough it's just it's an amazing amazing park amazing people just one of the highlights that shows like i've been saying collaboration community support that's perfect example it's right there perfect example but um yeah we're we're very proud very proud and you should be Yes, absolutely. Um, so we kind of touched about what your passion is with helping people and all of that. Where did that come from? Um, I, you know, some of it, I really think, is kind of how we were raised as kids. You know, um, being the, the last of the four, so I have three older siblings. One, everything was always my fault growing up. You know, Of course. That was always enjoyable to experience. I feel I joke now saying that I got in trouble for the things that I didn't do, but I got away with the things that I did do. So it's it's kind of fun to joke about that with my mom now. Uh, she always had a lot of conversations. You know, whenever we we did something that wasn't right or wasn't um, didn't hold integrity, she kind of made us look at a bigger picture. You know, who else does this impact? Mm -hmm. And kind of look down the lines of you didn't just you know get in trouble for thirty minutes. Mm -hmm. you know, how how long did your decision impact those around you? And at the time, you know, it's okay, mom, I just want to start playing again. Yeah, I kind of, right. you know, I feel bad for being in trouble. But then as, as you progress and, and those questions kind of stick with you and they're asked again when you do something else, you do you do start to think about that. And I think even now as I, as I get older, I mean, I'm seeing the picture that I have now and the knowledge that I have now, but what is it going to look like 10 years from now or as my understanding grows and as I understand more how my actions impact others. Um, and... I got the opportunity at uh, the church that I went to in Maryland, went on a couple mission trips, and I had no interest in going. Uh, and I was kind of 
picked up and and really encouraged to go on one from more of like a pre-trip to say, hey, come come with us on this pre-trip before the actual trip happens to help us plan. And I was thinking, well, cool, you know, I can help plan with that. And this is my eighth grade mindset. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I can help plan and and I don't necessarily have to be part of the actual trip. So I, I went and helped plan. And when we saw the mission trip for, for that, for our younger group was in West Virginia, um, a very poor town that really didn't have much. And when I saw all of the the different lifestyles and opportunities that we had to go in and help other people and to make their situations better, not just temporarily, but truly long-term. Um, for instance, one of the projects was a family with many kids that was just in this really rundown house. And like their living situation wasn't great. Uh, but for us to go in there and one, work with them on a, on a plan. So a long-term plan to, to get them to a stable place. Uh, and then also to build on top of that. And then also we helped improve their home by doing a complete remodel for their house. So we helped them with a temporary uh, problem. And then we also didn't just leave after that, but we helped them long-term help to stabilize their situation and then help them grow. So that kind of hit me as you know an eighth grader to say, how many people are there that are out there? And you know the ones that we see are just a small fraction. Mm-hmm. So of those, of the ones that I can see, how many can I, can I realistically help? So then there's the aspect of, well, you know, I might be able to help random number, let's say five in a year. Mm-hmm. But if I help other people and I help get them to a point where they're stable and they can turn around and help others, then that chain can continue. And then, you know, really goes back into what I was saying earlier, feed into your community. Yeah. And when you When you help them grow, when you help them get to that stage in life where they're able to turn around and help others, then it's helping all the businesses around. So continue to help those around you and it'll just, it'll keep growing. And and we all want to be in a positive community. I mean, there's nobody out there saying, I want to be in a negative community. Help me find it, right? It's always, man, I wish I could find this group where I could fit in. And that's awesome. Let's help you find that group. Let's help you get to a place where you can find that or build that yourself if it's not there yet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that kind of goes into what you were saying earlier as well about, your impact can be so much more than you think that it is. Absolutely. I mean, this one interaction could have a butterfly effect and last forever for that person and how they interact with other people. And I mean, it can, it can, you can have a lot further reach than you think that you do from simple conversation even. My Don Freeman the second. I'm president and CEO of AgriProducts in York, Nebraska. We are a manufacturer of quality equipment, uh, grain handling, food storage, food service. And if you ever want to get a hold of us, you can get on our website or you can contact us at 402-362-5500. Thank you. Bad respects. I... I think that's amazing. Um, have you been on any other ex- exciting, interesting trips? I know you said that you went on that mission trip and then you've lived a couple different places and you were active duty. I'm sure you've traveled everywhere. What is the best place that you've been? You know, the best place that I've been is is 
where my family is. Mm. You know, the the more that I traveled and got to experience different places and, you know, beautiful sights from the mountains in Colorado to, I'm sure somebody likes them, but the deserts in the Middle East, right? Uh, and the camels that, you know, your the sand would blow so high that, that it would cover up your barbed wire fence. The camels oh, could just walk right on base. And you're like, oh, well, that's great. You know, it has a herd of camels. What am I supposed to do with this? Um, so not a big fan of the desert. Sand is, is not not a friend of mine. Um, but the favorite location isn't isn't a geographical place mm -hmm. for me. It's it's where do I feel uh, as though I'm part of my family? Mm -hmm. You know, where do I feel like I'm loved by those that are around me? And where do I feel like I love the people that are, are around me? That's that's my favorite place. Yeah, absolutely. And I can understand. I mean, we've talked about how you have littles, I have littles. And it's just, there. it changes a whole dynamic. I mean, it just changes everything. It's like, oh, I just want to, I, I don't need to travel. I just want to be home. I want to go to the park. <laughs> I mean, that's the exciting thing is just watching them grow and learn. And yeah, it's it's amazing. One of the biggest it's a, one of my biggest mistakes and also one of my things that I enjoy the most in my in my life in the past couple of years is uh, is buying my own mattress. My first one, right? You know, growing up you can kind of sleep on whatever. Well, when I got married, I was like, that's it, I'm gonna I'm gonna we're gonna buy a mattress. Mm -hmm. And we tried a lot out, we bought one. I love it. I mean, I love sleeping in my bed. And then somebody brought up camping to me the other day. I was like, oh, man, my mattress won't be there. My pillow won't be there. And I'm like, this is really changed my perspective. So I still enjoy camping, but I now acknowledge that I'm leaving my very comfortable bed and my very comfortable pillow. Yeah. So are you a tent camper? I, I've really done everything. Sure, you know, like that, that whole adds a whole other layer with. Um, I am an AC junkie, so I like cold air all the time. I've slept in a in a camp an actual camper mm -hmm. once. And it was it was a weird concept to me moving from a tent to a camper. I'm like, oh, there's a real mattress and there's real AC. This is kind of neat, you know? Yeah. Uh but previously I I'd either just slept in a tent on the ground. Mm -hmm. Um when I was in Colorado, I, I threw a rooftop tent on my truck. Oh, cool. I don't know if you ever heard of one of those. They're pretty neat. Yeah, they fold up so you can drive through any trails that you want, unfold them, and then you can be on the top of the mountain camping. You don't have to set anything up. And interesting, it's a it's a great experience. Yeah, especially in Colorado. Colorado's oh, yeah. gorgeous. Oh yeah. So you know it's good when you when you ask somebody where to go, and instead of telling you a location, they just give you a ten digit grid and say <laughs> this is a good place, and then you have to plug that into the map and find out how to get there. <laughs> oh man, I've never done that. But I have done the very touristy trails. <laughs> That's about it. Both good experiences. Yeah. Now I know that I need to find some locals to guide me. Guide me to the good spots because that's the way to do it. Find someone that really knows. And then, yeah, got to do it. We got to do it. Um, so now we're going to do some, we call them hot potato questions. Basically this or that. Um, maybe a little bit more deep questions. So it might not be as quick, but we'll start off with a favorite color. More of like an emerald green. Okay, good choice. Good choice. Um, if you could have dinner with one person, dead or alive, who would it be? Uh, I would like to have dinner with my great. Well, I'm not good with family. Okay. This out. He was my with my grandpa, so I I never got a chance to meet him. He died before I was like two or something. 
So I, I never met him in person, but I always got to hear stories from my mom of what he was like and the type of character he was. So I, I think it would be amazing to have dinner with him. One, just to smile and laugh. Right? Yeah. Hear, hear stories of me before I remember them. Yeah. But then ask him, ask him. I mean, clearly he went through life in a much earlier time frame with different challenges. But how did he keep family and little kids a priority throughout all of that? Yeah. That would be great to hear his insight. Yeah, that would be neat. Yeah. Um, morning bird or night owl? If I had to choose between one, I would I would say morning, but then I would also stretch a little bit into the night. Okay. So it depends. I can be flexible. I am not a morning bird. <laughs> if you see me before 10 o'clock, I am sorry because, woof. Um, would you say that you are more of a concert person or the arts person? Man. Well, I wish I was more of an arts person. Okay. I think I'm very artistic. I try. But I, mm -hmm. if I had to choose one or the other, I would say arts. But don't look at any of my drawings. I'm okay with stick figures. Anything beyond that, it's a challenge. Very fancy. Very fancy. I'm sure your stick figures will be up in, in, in a <laughs> They're up museum. They're on Really? Yeah. All in my imagination, but they're large. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, favorite band? Hmm. Any country singers. Country? Any country music. Doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. Fit in perfectly here in New York, Nebraska. We have lots of uh, country country fans. So, yes. Um, favorite destination? Switzerland. Switzerland. Yep. Really? What do you like about it? Never been. Okay. Really want to go. Love the pictures of the mountains that I see. Um, I enjoy skiing, so I would love to go skiing out there. I'm pretty sure I'd be the slowest in Switzerland, but that's okay. I would still enjoy it. And, that, you know, I would get more time to look at everything on my way down. So that would be a benefit. Going fast, yeah. Um, I've always, yeah, Switzerland would, would definitely be at the top of my list of places to go. Okay. Um, favorite sport? I For playing or for watching, there's a big difference. Let's do one of each. Okay, so for watching, I think that... I've recently really enjoyed watching lacrosse. Interesting. Yeah. Before um, I left Maryland, there was ESPN picked up uh, like professional women's lacrosse. Hmm. And we got invited to some games in the air guard. And I was like, I didn't know what to expect, you know. So I get there and I didn't realize how intense yeah. one lacrosse was. Uh, and then especially on that professional level, holy smokes. Really? I, I, yeah, it was, it was crazy to watch. I don't think I've ever seen it played, it, honestly. I'm sure there's a difference watching it, you know, whether it's on TV versus in person. Right. Uh, but it, it really was something that shocked me to say that that's freaking awesome. Um, yeah. And if that was around here, I would totally start having my daughter start training for it really? but oh. I think she'd be a team of one so <laughs> right well my uh brother-in-law kind of different but he played rugby and that was my first experience with it and I'm like that's terrifying that's like football with no pads that's scary I understand my watch picked that up um <laughs> so yeah I all these different sports and it makes you wonder if it's just like a is it a Nebraska thing that they're not popular? Do I need to travel? And then I can hear more about them and see people that are doing it. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I guess I don't get out much. Um, so favorite sport to play? Let's say favorite sport to play. Growing up, uh, I had a lot of energy. So I, I ran track and field, mm. cross country. I, I really did enjoy that. I thought track. So I was 
my my favorite event was the four by four because it was a mix of working together as a team but also having to perform to your best extent as an individual yeah i, I liked the challenge of if i don't do my best as an individual i'm making my team suffer so there was always that thought of like when i get tired i'm not just impacting myself right i'm impacting those the rest of my team members and if i stop why would i expect them to do their best yeah life lessons are everywhere there's a lot there's a lot going on in the four by four right yeah (laughs) didn't think about it wow that's intense so my girls should do track is what i'm hearing and they should do the four by four okay enjoy it yeah right there's pain involved too i think that event made me hurt more than every other event. But. Sure it did. I think I ran track in middle school and then high school came and I'm like, maybe this isn't for me. So The worst part for me for the mm-hmm. 4 by 4 was it's the last event. So the entire track meet happens and I get cramps really bad if I eat food before I run. Oh, and I really enjoy food. I like eating. I mean, it doesn't really matter what. I just enjoy eating food. Uh, for those of you that can't see me, I, I'm I'm about five nine, 160 pounds, so uh, I have a great metabolism, and that's helped me out quite a bit. You know, but the, but that was always a little bit of torture, knowing that everybody else is done around me, and they're eating like the concession stand pizza and the pretzels and the the Chick Fil A sandwich, and here I am like nibbling on a banana. <laughs> oh yeah, well I was a swimmer, and competitive swimming I think is kind of similar because the relays are at the end unless you do I am you brave souls but um the relays were at the end and yeah just sitting around and everyone's like I'm done and I'm gonna go take a nap and I'm like I'm nervous because I'm about to go (laughs) but yeah no it's so much fun and you're right like the relay mixed with the personal one improving yourself I mean you still take your uh leg time and um yeah, it's it's intense. It's a lot. And it yeah, a lot of life lessons that I never even thought about. So They're thank you. Thank you. Um so I think we're gonna get ready to wrap up, but before we go, what would you so let's say that you are trying to give a sales pitch for York, what would you tell people? I I would tell people one again go going back to the question you know I'm I'm never going to go into a sales pitch blinded so I'm going to ask them what what's important to you you know and, and if they tell me that well you know I, I really want to be around a solid gym um, or I have littles and I want good playgrounds to to play at and that's what I would focus on I would say well first off we don't just have one playground mm-hmm. uh, we have several great playgrounds with one super amazing one right yeah, <laughs> it's right. brand new. Um, and if your kids like water, I mean, there are multiple places, whether it's Recharge Lake to the outdoor pool to the indoor pool. Um, I mean, lots of different opportunities in a pretty close area. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's that's one of the beauties of York that, well, it's in my mind, a smaller town in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. But they have so many different different locations to go. There's not a park that everybody goes to. There are several parks that you can kind of choose and be like, well, you know, I've gone here the last month with my kid and it's starting to get a little stale. Let's go to a new one. Mm-hmm. You know, let's try a different slide or a different swing. Like we have that opportunity. So that's fantastic. Um, and if somebody said that, you know, uh, part of part of the thing that's important to me is, is I want to be around a, a university. And I also, like me, I enjoy eating food, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then we go back to the local restaurants, whether it's chances are McLean beef. Um, 
And, and then we also have York University right here in our doorstep who are just as involved in the community as everybody yeah. else. Yeah. You know, they don't seclude themselves. They're, they're side by side, everybody. Um, and then, you know, for me, obviously, there's, there's the working aspect. Mm -hmm. Part of the reason why I came into Nebraska, uh, which is Central Valley Ag, um, when I was looking at job opportunities, I had a lot of different offers, um, well, a few different offers. I don't want to make that sound like I had the world <laughs> Um In the interview stages, Central Valley Ag really stood out to me just in terms of like positive culture. Mm -hmm. And I remember joking with my wife, and I'm like, this is going to be really funny if the interview is great and I start working for them and that culture is not positive. Yeah. <laughs> so I get there. I have no ag background, nothing. Um, and what do I do when I'm working for an ag company with no ag background? Well, I ask questions every single day. I'm asking more questions and they're now starting to get a little bit more detail oriented. Mm -hmm. But they started out with, I went to one of our customer service specialists at uh, our York East location. And I said, hey, I need help. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I said, could you give me like an elementary understanding? Uh, I understand that there's something that goes through the field and it runs over things and it's got fingers on the front. What's going on? And my now understanding, thanks to her, is that it's combined with a corn head or you could have a bean head on it, depending on what the crop is. And this is how it works. And then she took it a step further and says, do you want to see? Uh -huh. Well, absolutely, right? Is that an option? And I think that for York to have that opportunity, you know, for for coming, whether it's the YCDC to say, I've got an idea, or can you help me understand this? There's not just the on paper, well, let's watch a YouTube video, right? Yeah. No, let's go hands on. Let's see. We have connections to see that. Mm -hmm. And at York County, to me, that stands out, you know, above and beyond a lot of different communities. Because instead of just going through that online course, or, well, here's a book that I think you should read. Mm -hmm. It's, when do you have time? When are you free? I'll take you out. I'll, I'll connect you with the people that have that equipment, that have that knowledge and can teach you hands-on. And then you can make a more informed decision from there on what you want to do. Yeah. So that would be my my sales pitch for your county. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I might uh, make a little commercial out of it. <laughs> it's very good. Um, and I will just do one last shameless plug for the YCDC, but we want people to come in here and feel welcome and feel like they can come to us about, even if they're like, kind of like making t-shirts and kind of thought about making it a business but I don't know we want them to come in here because like you said we can connect them with the right people and we want you to I mean heck yeah if you like doing this and you're good at it then please do I mean we we want to see you succeed and we want to see you doing something that you love um so yeah just shameless plug if you ever want to chat please uh, let us know. Uh, you can reach us at 402-362-3333. Um, thank you, Ryan, so much for joining me. It was enlightening to hear about your story, and I can't wait to see what's next. Well, thank you, Emily. I appreciate your time. In closing, we would like to once again take the time to thank our members, the people that help us drive change. We would like to thank York State Bank, Henderson State Bank, York General, Mead Lumber Company Incorporated, and York News Times. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in. Catch you next time.